0: Yeah, um, Fiona Mackacy, obviously, uh, it's it's not totally confirmed, but it's it's in process at the minute. Um, we understand he's going to be moving up to Kilkenny with work. Um, and listen, geographically, logistically, it probably makes a hell of a lot of sense to him. And I'm sure uh, he'd only love to test his skills and capabilities against, you know, the likes of Ballyhale, et cetera. He's going in with a club that's absolutely flying, went all the way to the All Ireland Club final. Like he's, he's a fair pedigree, national puck fodder champion. He's been on the last four Joe McDonough teams of the year. He regularly scores three, four, five points from wing back midfield for Kerry, um, even against some of the better opposition that they've played. So he's a huge boost to all Auckland. I suppose then you you do have to, you know, ponder or ask the question whether, you know, is there a possibility that you could see him in a Kilkenny jersey in time? Um you never know, um, if he's going to be based up there long term. Uh, you know, you never know. But consistently, he's been one of the best, if not the best, players in the second tier competition. So, I'd imagine he'd fit. In, he'd fit in fairly seamlessly with the and who knows after that.
1: Now, you could argue on the other hand, though the one position O'Loughlin's aren't weak on is their backs. I mean, they're they're six backs of some serious inter county pedigree. Would it be a fair assumption maybe that we could see him? playing a, in a deeper role towards midfield and maybe even further up the pitch
0: yeah he'd be well able to play midfield um, he'd be well able to play midfield he'd, he'd slip in there no problem um, and it, it also is a case that potentially they could you know if they wanted to they could push Paddy Deegan up the pitch a smaller which has been done before he'd be very, he'd be fairly comfortable around the middle of the field too so listen it's not a bad headache to be having um, mm. better you know real good marquee players coming into your panel um I'm sure they'll find somewhere to, sl- to slip him in and I'm sure he'll excel.
1: Yeah, and like we understand it here that uh, O'Loughlin Gales weren't the only club in King interested in him, so they've done their business behind the scenes and and they've got him. Um, we hope it works out for him. Just as a general rule, and I, I think back to the whole Shane Walsh situation last year, it's a, it is a a growing trend with the, the way lifestyle and, and our work habits have changed, that lads are moving from counties, being you know with club or inter-county ambitions, is it? It, not in this case now, but generally, is is it a dangerous precedence or is it just a sign of where times are going?
0: No, I, I think it's. I don't even know if it's a sign of where times are going. I think it's always been the way. Like I'm living up in Mead here, um, and we've a, we've an eight month old, so I'd be throwing myself into a club up here, like at mm. some stitch. You know, it's been the nature yeah. of it. Like within within your own club, I'm sure there's there's lots of lads that were perceived kind of you know blow-ins. That's yeah. the same the same in my own club as well. A lot of the time. Some of the best people, particularly um, even off the pitch, are people that aren't necessarily from mm. the area originally. They wind up in chairman, secretary, secretaries, PROs, etc. So no, I think it's I think it's a way of the world like and it's um as you said, I think he had a couple of suitors uh, around Kilkenny and uh, <laughs> It was like was, first dates, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> there were a few different people after him, but I, I actually interviewed him before Christmas at the, the Munster uh Munster Hurling League launch. He is an animal of a man. Now he's a huge man, like yeah. probably. Did you have a creak like in your six, neck looking at him? I did. I did. I was <laughs> like, Jesus, is this what an inter county player is? Now he's about six for four, 15 stone of just solid muscle, like, and and he's well, well mobile as well, and he's a great strike. So he's a he's going to be a fair addition to Allactions. As regards the transfers, I think it's it's been the nature the word in the GA when you moved when you, if you move to an area for a prolonged period of time, um. A lot of the time it makes more sense to, to throw your lot in there. And if he ends up back down in Kerry, then I'm sure he'll throw his lot in again with mm-hmm. St. Brendan's Ard for who by all accounts he's been the ultimate club man for them for the more than the last mm-hmm. decade from from everything I'm hearing on the ground down there as well. So even like they're not there's no ill will, shall we say, from them letting him go. They know that it's probably a you know a sensible move as regards, you know, getting a good level of hurling. And not driving up and down the road, what six probably six hour round trips, they'd say to get up and down the train.
1: Yeah, and even final point on it, then a lot of the talk in the last two or three years is about the development and the growth of hurling and how we can get into counties more so. I suppose Kerry are are at the top or top the at the higher stages when it comes to Joe McDonough and they'd be in with the likes of Offaly and, and Carlo and, and and counties in that of that hill. But there is a I suppose a wider discussion about how we can how the game can be spread. And I, I, I suspect a move like this, although Kerry mightn't benefit directly, it, it can raise the profile in counties that may not have a, the, the limelight on hurling twelve months in the year.
0: Yeah, potentially. Like like Jack Fagan was one of the brightest spots in in Mead. And you know, a lot of people was, uh, said, Oh, that maybe he wouldn't make it if he if he was somewhere else and you're just gonna be maybe a big fish in a small pond. He's one of Watford's best players now, and it just sh- just shows that when he was exposed to a higher level, that he was able to thrive in it. And I'm sure Fiona Mackesy would be the same. Um, and maybe it will give lads in that ca- in those counties they realise because we're not we're not a million miles off. Mm. Might be in the second tier here, but we have plenty of lads that would be able to play first tier hurling and play it to a very very high level. So mm. you'd be hoping that it would uh, maybe potentially inspire you know more Kerry hurlers to realise that. Yeah, we're not maybe as far away, maybe as we might think it, we think we are, or maybe as far away as, as it might look at times.
1: Yeah, well, we wish him all the very best. I'm sure he'll fit into Kilkenny, Um he'll get some uh, 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 he'll get some welcome. I'm sure when he lines out on the pitch on the, in that first club match, but uh, I'm sure he'll hold his own. Uh, Michael, the big game at hand from I suppose both our points of view is this uh, uh, Sunday in UPMC Nolan Park, Kilkenny against Offaly. Uh, from your own point of view, firstly. I suppose as a journalist and, a, and as a native, where is awfully hurting at the moment?
0: Uh, well, I would have been a small bit downbeat at uh, the way last year finished. To say at least shipping mm. seven goals it was a seven thirty eight against Tipperary, that the highest tally mm. nearly ever ever scored in a competitive, uh, competitive championship game. Um, they've cleared. They've clearly knuckled down because the, the results even pre-season, were decent were very competitive against Watford until they had a man sent off which kind of turned the game the scoreboard probably didn't reflect uh, our competitiveness in that game and realistically we probably should have got two points down in Wexford Park the last day um so I still listen I still think we're three or four years away from you know being com- you know nice and competitive in Leinster mm-hmm. and potentially taking a championship scalp but it's um it's still a far cry from a couple of years ago when we were playing Christy Ring. So it's, it's incremental improvements, but I think, we're, I think we're getting there. Now, as regards the weekend, it's funny, Wexford are a funny one. Wexford can, can beat Kilkenny in recent years um, and they seem to play above themselves against Kilkenny and then against lower-ranked opposition, they seem to almost play below themselves. So I wouldn't yeah. be running away with the, the form lines of Wexford drew at Kilkenny, awfully drew at Wexford. Offaly should be very competitive with Kilkenny. I'm not sure if that'll actually bear out at the weekend. Um and I and I've been in, in the in the heated hunt I think Kilkenny will have a fair bit to spare mm. in the end, but from an offly point of view, I just want to see a consistent effort, competitive effort and make sure that you know Kenny aren't slaloming and true for goals and getting five or six goals like mm. has happened far too often in the past. Yeah.
1: And just before we maybe touch on the match in a bit of detail, like obviously a beating like that against Tipperary is going to be a blow. In a different sort of way, though, was losing the Joe McDonough final in, in the manner in which he did. Is that does that take a, a little bit of character to come back from?
0: That uh, does, of course, yeah. Um now I would still say that we're not ready for Leinster. So yeah. although we'd love to win the Joe McDonough. It might, it might be a blessing in the skies. And you, might, you know what, uh, Lane, mm-hmm. You mightn't win a Joe McDonough this year. You mightn't even get to a Joe McDonough final this year. Mm-hmm. It's that competitive with Leech and Westmead in there. But when you're ready to play a Leinster Championship, you learn the right to play it. Now we were very, mm-hmm. very close last year, but I still think we're a couple couple of years away. Um, the tip game last year, and listen, we're we're not nearly as bad as that. Um, it's just there it was probably a combination of factors coming into a kind of sleepwalking into a preliminary quarterfinal after how downbeat it was mm-hmm. after the McDonagh Cup final, trying to pick yourself up. The losers have an atrocious record in all-Ireland, preliminary all-Ireland mm-hmm. quarterfinal. So we're, we're not that bad. We're probably maybe not, at the minute, we're probably not as good as maybe we looked against Wexford. It's probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah.
1: And that somewhere in the middle is probably what we'd expect to see on Sunday. And how um how... how... Much could you read into the, the Wexford draw? I mean, it looks very good on paper. Where, where were what where was um Wexford's headspace on that day? And did Offaly take advantage?
0: Yeah, Wexford had played five weeks in a row um uh between Walsh Cup and playing Kilkenny in the first round, but Offaly were traveling down to play Wexford, and what all you were looking for was a real, real solid, honest, genuine effort, and the work rate was through the roof. And when I thought maybe fitness-wise, it might kind of tail off in the last 10 or 15 minutes. It definitely didn't. And we were the ones probably pushing it even in the last 10 or or 15 minutes. Now, we we didn't win a game where we had, you know, numerical advantage for a large spell of it, and it ended up, you know, 15, 13. That's disappointing. But even I thought tactically, we pushed up on them in the first half, made them uncomfortable playing against the breeze, trying to carry ball out. So as regards conditioning-wise, effort-wise even tactical kind of now I was quite happy with, with where we were now I have to say like you can only work with what you have and if what you have is giving you everything that they've got and you're maxing out on what you have at that moment in time yeah. I don't think you can ask for too much more than that and that's kind of what we got against Wexford it's good that it's not Kilkenny a week later it's nice that it's a fortnight later mm. fatigue, fatigue will not be you know any sort of an issue or any sort of an excuse after this game and you know this is this is probably uh, maybe a more accurate barometer to where we actually are yeah
1: so more of the same as hoped and I like I suppose to turn it from a kick any point of view this feels like a, a big game in the sense of a performance and getting that performance just to sort of ease the, the nerves among supporters because as good as it was in patches against Cork there was still a little bit of dissatisfaction that for all the hurling for the best part of half an hour Cork were still within touching distance going in at half time and that, that seems to be an ongoing problem now, even into last year's championship as well. And the day against Wexford, again, really good in patches, but seven points from play, Just it, it's not going to be good enough when it gets to the crunch. So um, it's all going to be relative on Sunday, but the performance is king.
0: Yeah, I have kind of a couple of on-Kilkenny-like things happening in recent times. Like they didn't make hay at all. Usually Kilkenny make hay when when the sun shines. They didn't make hay at all against Cork, left Cork back in the game. Um, I'd say Derek Ling was scratching his head going in at half time, wondering how we only a couple of points up, given, you know, we had the foot in the throat and we kind of loosened the grip, basically. Uh, but when they were good at times against Cork, they were, they were very, very good. And obviously, the Adrian Mullen absolutely jumping out of his skin. Um, Owen Cody was looking kind of sharp enough as well. A uh, couple of new faces coming in. Tosh J Murphy was brilliant at, at, at wing back, outstanding, really, on his you know, proper debut nearly against a, a, a real good side. David Blanchfield, um is kind of back, nearly coming to the fore like he was was in was in last year, Um so yeah, know, I would have been the, the thing from a Kilkenny point of view. Whoever about the performance last day, they should have won that game, and they did yeah. win it. They, they they found a way to at least at mm-hmm. least get over the line, and that's uh, that's encouraging, particularly because you know if it had been two draws in a row or something like that, like the the Wexford game, they were much the better team against Wexford, and. Mm-hmm. They would have been wondering how did they you know, how they didn't come away with two points in that game. But they did come away with them the other day, even though Cork kind of came back at them hard. So um, there probably are a few question marks maybe heading in this weekend. But generally, Kilkenny have always dealt... Kilkenny deal well with inferior competition, generally very, very well. They put them to the sword mm-hmm. as they probably should be put to the sword. And that would be kind of worrying from an awfully kind of point of view that there'd yeah. be lads really out to stake a claim um, and lads really out and going for the trot and keeping the pressure on till the final minute. That would be definitely a worry from an awfully point of view on, at the weekend.
1: Um, From a positive point of view, what has, I suppose, caught your eye the most from a Kenny like perspective? Like one thing that maybe struck me was. Adrian Mullen, whether he's a midfielder or more so a forward-thinking player, I think maybe playing Adrian a little bit deeper to maybe link up a bit more with the likes of Owen cody has been something that uh, hasn't gone too
0: badly. Yeah, no, without a doubt. Uh, listen, Adrian just pops up everywhere. Um, mm. He looks looks to me um, looks to me to have trimmed down a bit as well, just torn down a small bit. Maybe he doesn't look maybe as as bulky maybe as he had in recent years, and maybe that's to do with that he's going to be playing even more of a Kind of a mobile type of role where he's going to be everywhere, and he's going to need to even clock up an extra couple of kilometers in, in a game, maybe that's just something the optics of it. That's kind of what what it looks what it looks like to me, anyway. Um, the fact that the fact that Hugh and and Mikey came back, and I'm sure Paddy will be back over over the coming weeks as well. That's a bit of a statement of intent too that they want to be back in there uh, and driving the whole thing forward. And difficult enough one for the Locktons contingent, obviously you'd, you'd uh, you've had Luke Hogan and a few other lads playing as, as well. I think. Uh, Jordan Malai broke a thumb, I think, so he'll be out, he'll be out for a while by all accounts. Um, mm. but they've lost, you know, particularly Hugh, Paddy and Mikey have lost three all All-Irelands in the last 18 months. That's a difficult enough. That's a difficult yeah. enough one to take. Um, and it's something that I'm sure they wanted to get back on the horse straight away and they want to kind of right a few wrongs as uh, as the months go on. But I, I thought Kilkenny looked when they were when they were playing that kind of shorter game through the lines against Cork, when it was you know when they were still when they were
1: is it a necessity the though Michael the the short game is sorta of on it like everyone is talking about it and some people say it's it's just not the kick any way of doing things. Is it a is it a case of, a case of needs must now that kick any need to come and play that style.
0: At times, yeah I think I think at times yeah um there are times when you when you need to play it like there's no point in not playing that short ball through the lines if a team is standing off you. like you're yeah. not just gonna drive it 70 yards where there's a load of opposition bodies, you do have to work it out to a point. I think you have to be very, very game smart as well. You have to realize when the long ball is on, when that diagonal ball is on, when do we have maybe two of our really, really good ball winners inside? Like, do you know what I mean? I think you have to kind of box clever in that respect, and you have to give players a bit of freedom to do that as well. But I don't think just playing the limerick way is going to beat limerick, definitely not. You're going to have to mix in you can't go away from what has brought Kilkenny to the dance for so long. And that's been yeah. able to generally win their own ball. But that's not win their own ball, just horsing out ignorant ball down on top of lads. That's, you know, play a ball that's advantageous to the inside yeah. man in particular. So I think that they'll they have try and keep that blend. And when, you know, they did it t- at times against Cork, they did it well. But it was a different game when Cork pushed up on them and made it physical, like it was an exhibition match for the first 25 minutes. Yeah. So, um whether whether the awfully lads will be able to keep it poked into them physically on sunday would be a bit of a worry as well but it's definitely going to be interesting to see mm. so
1: just finally then before i ask you about uh, the more general hurling landscape I read in between the lines you're hoping for an awfully performance but
0: K. kenny should do the job uh yeah and like i, I hope i hope this isn't the case but I, I would be surprised if it's not double digits or more and that's just being realistic to be honest with you um, so I, yeah, a, a consistent performance from Offley and no floodgates opening and mm. finishing with 15 men and not doing anything rash because the temptation to do something rash or a wide swing or a pull is always um, a lot higher against a better quality of opposition when things aren't going that well so that's going to be interesting from an Offaly point of view in the wind-up I, I do think it probably will be double digits from a Kenny point of view though. yeah
1: Finally then, Michael, look, we're, we're here in February and we could look rather foolish in five, six months' time when it, when it gets to the serious end of the championship and where teams are at. Would it be a fair assessment to say that nothing really has changed dramatically? The Kilkenny's, the Clares, the Galways, the Tips are all in this pack and on any given day any of them can beat each other. And just Limerick, really, if Limerick are going to be caught, is Munster the place to catch them?
0: Yeah, so sure, we haven't really seen anything from Limerick so far. They've they've mm-hmm. nine all Ireland starters talking out against uh against Dublin. It's actually funny. It's nine out of the first ten players listed, and then five kind of five kind of fall other forwards getting their chance. The likes of Shane O'Brien and Adam English and uh, Donnacha O'Daly and these boys. But we haven't learned anything about Limerick. The league has actually been set up perfect for them. I think they'll be they'll have had a ring around that Tipperary game in round four. That's the game that they'll have even probably double digits of, all you know, lads started in All-Ireland final last year. We haven't really learned anything about them. Uh, I do think, I think realistically, yeah, I do think Munster is the place to get them. And you have to think of how close they were to be knocked out of the All-Ireland race last year. You know, if Tipperary had beaten them, they were in, they were in big pressure. That finished the draw. The big cork a point that easily could have lost by a point and easily could have been out of the championship. Mm. Once they get once to get to Crow Park, there seems to be nigh on unstoppable outside of that Kilkenny semi final in 2019. So I do think Munster is the place to beat them. I probably I do think it's it's four going into three in Munster this year. I still haven't seen anything from Waterford to really suggest that they could be in the top mm. three. Could they beat someone along the way? Probably. Um. But your opinions will change, you know. Yeah. By the time the championship rolls around, you might we haven't probably seen too much from a lot of teams. Claire have been easing lads back in. John Conlon came back in the last day. Tony Kelly's missing all the league. He's only back for championship, uh, and they've really been a championship team the last couple of years. Um, say so you have a fair idea what you're going to get from Kim mm. Kenny. They're still in the in the top three. Galway. I'd Say Henry came out of Stadium scratching his head there a couple of weeks ago as well. Because it's kind of hard to gauge where they're at and. Eamon O'Shea is in. We haven't seen that kind of his stamp on things yet, particularly mm. in the forward division. There are a couple of teams that I would you would have questions about so far. One would be Galway, uh, another would be Cork, and they need Cork need to win this weekend to make sure that they're up in Division One next year, Division One A, and probably Waterford, mm. We haven't learned much about Limerick. We probably haven't learned much about Kilkenny, um, mm. but we'll we'll uh, we'll pick up a fair bit more over the, over the coming weeks.